Founded in 2015, Peak Relief is the premier landing spot for your medical marijuana needs in Maryland. Not built by national consultants or businesses, but by friends with a dream to return home and create a better dispensary. Located at 2001 Chapman Ave in Rockville, Maryland, stop by Peak Relief and see what they have in store for you. All right, Cash Color Cannabis, we are live at MJ Biz, um, MJ BizCon in New Orleans. I am a, uh, it's an amazing scene right now. We're on the we're on the floor, and I just caught up with my good friend Roz McCarthy. Roz, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm fine, Mika. How are you? Man, I'm great. You know how funny it was for me to be setting up my laptop. I'm, I'm in the press room, and I look over, and I'm like, is that Roz? <laughs> I know I had you set up today. Roz, what, what has you out in, uh, at MJ Biz this afternoon? You know what? Actually, um, this is my first MJ, Con, um, MJ BizCon next. Really? Um, I've been to MJ Biz over in Vegas, but okay. this is the one here, the second year or third year for here in New Orleans. I believe second year. Second year here in New Orleans, absolutely. Um, you know what I've been interested in and what I've been attending? I've been attending the hemp breakout sessions um, because we are having a um, just an abundance of questions and people coming to us asking about how do we get into the hemp industry um, due to the farm bill, the 2018 farm bill passing, and due to all these different states who are now starting to set you know the rules and regulations of how to um, cultivate and process hemp in their respective states. We have black farmers, brown farmers, and landowners, um, people that are heir to land. They want to figure out how do I get into this hemp industry as well. Yeah, I think, well, it's a, it's a, it's a need at this yes. point because, like you said, there's a lot of people we know who have land and don't know really what to do with it. Absolutely. And we have people who generationally don't see it being something they would want to plant in their ground, i.e. my mom. Like I, my mom is inherited a bunch of land I'm in Alabama. Yeah. Having that conversation with her still is kind of like pulling teeth. You know what I mean? Like, she knows what I do. She's perfectly fine with it. But if I said, hey, I think that you turn granddaddy's farm into a hemp farm. I think you have acres on top of acres on top of acres. I think he'd love it. And she always says, I don't know. No, I mean, <laughs> One thing I'm, you know, one, some of the takeaways I'm getting from here at the conference, and I'm going to take this this information. I know that everyone can't be here, but let me tell you something. I'm recording every session. I'm taking pictures, and I'm going to be posting this back on M4MM social media and on our website because some of the there are some nice little nuggets of information in regards to, um, you know, this one gentleman said it's the timing of the industry. Yes. Right now is the timing of the industry, and what I would say in regards to having your aha moments and things that you really need to focus on if you're listening to me, you got to do your research. You cannot enter the industry, even if you're a landowner, and not do the research to understand. There's data out there that shows exactly, you know, how much per acre um, you should be thinking about getting for your, um, for if you use your, your land for cultivating hemp. Um, I think anyone that's a landowner, if you want to look for a partnership where you lease your land out and then you revenue share, that's an awesome opportunity to, um, to use your land, not have to farm it, have someone else farm it, but you are now are in the hemp ecosystem. And I mean, right now we're looking at by 2021, a $5 billion industry, and that's not even with the whole fiber. Founded in 2015, Peak Relief is the premier landing spot for your medical marijuana needs in Maryland. Not built by national consultants or businesses, but by friends with a dream to return home and create a better dispensary. Located at 2001 Chapman Ave in Rockville, Maryland, stop by Peak Relief and see what they have in store for you. Minorities for Medical Marijuana does, especially in Florida. I want to applaud you and Eric for the work that you have done as far as pushing the pushing the conversation and getting so many bills actually passed. Y'all are very close Florida with actually having flowers. 
Yeah. Well, they have flour now. Yeah. It's still, you know, you have states like Florida, which is really limited in regards to the number of providers that are in that state. Whereas we just finished up a boot camp in Missouri um, that we ended up doing a four-week boot camp for minority-owned businesses because Missouri is going to have 194 dispensaries in this in their state okay. um, with their medical their new really 194 dispensaries with their new program. Now, why would my, why would Missouri be able to pop up with 194? Because the people who wrote the bill were they, what they want to do. They want to do for Missouri by Missouri. Okay. They were very focused on not having something I call the, the uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory effect. They didn't want to have like these five golden tickets. Basically, if you get one of the five golden tickets, it's the person who has the most money gets the license. They want to make sure that if you reside in Missouri, you have an opportunity. So let me tell you how they have it set up. They have it set up based upon congressional districts. M Missouri has eight congressional districts. In each district, they're going to have 24 dispensaries. So like in St. Louis, where there's a, a the, um, the demographics in St. Louis, the city, is 52% African American. That It consists of one major big district, congressional district. So imagine if you reside there and if that's where you want to provide your services and your retail establishment, there's going to be the opportunity to have 24, to have a, a have a license there. And you don't have to worry about someone that lives in the rural side of Missouri trying to come into your hood in order to take over or, or, or try to grab your license that's in your congressional district. Yes. It's a beautiful concept. They're going to have um, 67 cultivation licenses go out the first round, um, 86 processing licenses, 192 dispensaries. Um, they have um, a $25 medical card, um, a six-plant um, personal minimum, as well as they're going to have, um, instead of having to get a recommendation from a physician, all you got to do is qualify. So that means you don't have to go to a physician two or three times to get your card. If you have sickle cell and you show that you have sickle cell, you qualify, here's your card, versus having to go show your you know show your blood work so i mean it's just a big difference in how they framed it up and it's the people that adopted the regulations that adopted the amendment they were the ones that, that built this infrastructure in missouri that's an amazing infrastructure like you you're really putting me on and um putting me on something right now because everything that came out your mouth i'm like in missouri in missouri <laughs> in missouri that's a lot so, happening now, let me tell you something we got to put states on notice we got to yeah. put the state of illinois they just came out with an adult use bill yes again the, the framework of the bill is one thing, but the way they promulgate the rules and how they make the regulations, that's where we have to be very um, very vigilant and very hyper-focused on what they're doing. Um, the state of New Jersey, again, they fell off on the adult use, but they just expanded their medical program. So if you're in Jersey, they're about to, they're about to push that out and bring on more providers. New York is going to have their adult use bill. So Georgia, um, we work with um, Representative Calvin Smyrie. We work with Senator Sims. We work with Representative Dukes. We work with Representative Mitchell. The bill was in Georgia. It's okay. It's not the end all be all, but it is a start. It's a start. You because know, that Georgia was, was falling behind. Look, it was definitely an argument at first. You know, um, there, there, <laughs> there were people who definitely were pro for it. Right. But even there was plenty of people who were there on the floor when it happened who were texting me at that moment, like, you know, this is good, but it's also. Uh. No, but like you say, you have to lay groundwork. You have to lay down groundwork, and it has to be a start somewhere. You know, and if you if you don't make that first step, you. Right. Yeah, you got to do that. The bill has some great areas, and, and be hyper-focused on this. There's a part of the bill that says, should have minority participation, instead of saying, we will have. So should can be interpreted in a, a couple of different ways. It's up to the people that live in, this, in the state of, of, of Georgia, who are constituents, who vote for these folks to say, we want should to mean that you're going to actually do it. Um, there's parts that say, we should have minority diversity participation. You want to make sure that they push for that. And so the people that are going to be writing the rules is, is the Department of Health. 
And that's what we need to be having a conversation with right now. We, we want our 20%. If you put 20% and you say it should, let's make sure it should happens to yes, it happens. Yo, I agree with you. But I think the biggest the biggest fight we're going to have in, in in Georgia is that Atlanta and Georgia are two different places. Like, you even came close to saying yeah. the state of Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta I did. Atlanta and I Georgia did. are two different places. <laughs> so it, it's, it's the same. It's the reason why how you have in Atlanta and cities around Atlanta super pro um, Hollywood, super pro cannabis, super yes. anti the abortion bill. Sure. Everybody else was pro. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. And, and it's one of those kind of things. We're still in the Bible Belt. We're still dealing with people who are heavily religious. You know, sure. there, there's certain things that this gonna that they're gonna constantly abide by. Sure. We have to just be aware of that. But then, we also have a new generation. Can I make a point sure. that for people that are wanting to get into the industry, if you're in a state like Georgia and it seems limited. Don't close your eyes on the ancillary businesses and support oh, they're going to be needed. I, t I tell you right now, I know a couple of multi-state operators who are going to want to come into Georgia. One of the three that want to come into Georgia, I I know they're going to probably make it. Right now is the time to reach out to them and have a conversation about these ancillary businesses. They're looking for us. They're looking for providers. They're looking for people that have a brand that you want to associate with them. So ownership doesn't have to mean you always own the plant. Just own a piece of the business and make your business grow from there. Oh, you know, I'm a big I'm a big proponent for that. That's where cash color cannabis comes into play. Absolutely. You know, I could do cash color cannabis from wherever the hell I want to do. Right. Me being legal or whatever's being legal doesn't affect me because I'm, I'm more based off freedom of speech and you ain't stopping that. Right. I love it. <laughs> so that's, love my, it. that's my ancillary business. Let me, let me say, brother, we've yep. been watching you from afar. We've been watching each other and yes. we just appreciate the work you do. You grind. And I'm telling you guys, this is not going to be an easy business. It's not going to be something that's just going to come handed to you. You have to grind. You have to work at it. You have to make this a commitment. Yes. Um, it's, it's hard work. Yes. Well, we know, I, one thing I love about what I'm seeing in Georgia is we have a lot of, a lot of people started off early and they're still there. Yeah. Like one of our biggest supporters of Cash Color Cannabis has been Georgia Hemp Company. Yes. Uh, me and Joe have been friends for now four years. That's good you know? people, man. Yeah, exactly. People. Joe's an amazing guy. And I remember when Joe and Daniel at the time started Halcyon Organics. Halcyon was the first legal CB, first legal dispensary technically in, 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 Georgia. in Georgia. He's still around. You know, now it's Georgia Hemp. But I was telling him one time when he was at the store that, you know, he was telling me about Cash Color Cannabis, how it's needed. And I was like, well, really, you're needed too. Like we need businesses here that are have been here and been here for a while and have, and have a real footprint so that it's not a situation where people just kind of come in and come out Absolutely. and just do what they want to do. No, honestly, him, um, uh, Georgia Hemp, they, they have the opportunity to mentor from a, from, a, from a retail establishment. There's enough business in the state of Georgia, in, in Atlanta proper, that you could have, you know, you could have 50 retailers of CBD. You could have different people that have, you could create your own product line um, that's very specific to a, a very niche audience. And so you need folks like that they are saying, listen, I don't feel that you are, I don't feel like you're infringing. I don't feel like you're competition. We all need to grow and survive in this, in this, um, in this industry. I'll help you. I'll be a mentor to you. I'll give you some, um, some solid advice. I mean, it's all important. Right. So what, what's your plans for MJ BizCon this weekend? Where are we going to see you at? Hey, so tonight will be, so I'm, I'm attending all the hemp stuff this, this, um, for the rest of the day. And then tonight they're having an industry organization event. Um, 1500 people, um, have already RSVP. It's free to all the attendees. Um, they're going to be, um, Connecting organizations, the nonprofits, the ancillary um, the organizations, um, give, giving them a shout out. Um, I think it's important that these the corporate business owners and the folks, the investors, know that these there are some organizations within the industry that really do a good job of helping the industry be whole, helping that we have good solid policy. So that's tonight. Um, I was on Bourbon Street last night. It was fun. So you can never go wrong in New Orleans. No. I mean, it's just an awesome place to be. Awesome energy. And um, we'll be back here for Essence Festival. So that's gonna 
gonna be hot. Okay. Um, so if you don't see us here now, we'll be back for Essence Festival. We want to bring education mainstream to our mainstream community. So I don't want to always be in the cannabis community talking about Infra MM and talking about the work we're doing. Um, so we're gonna come here. We're gonna do a. Um, a, a, a an actual event about how to get into the business and investing and then we're also going to be right on the streets just passing out stuff and saying listen just get get informed get engaged awesome and that's cash color cannabis live from mj bizcon founded in 2015 peak relief is the premier landing spot for your medical marijuana needs in maryland not built by national consultants or businesses but by friends with a dream to return home and create a better dispensary Located at 2001 Chapman Ave, Rockville, Maryland, stop by Peak Relief and see what they have in store for you.